this is the in focus podcast from the hindu welcome to the hindus in focus podcast i'm zubeda hamid your host for today just when it feels like we've got to know with the corona virus pandemic another infectious disease has been making the rounds measles over the past few months several states in india notably maharashtra and kerala have seen outbreaks of hundreds of cases of measles and several deaths of children as of december 12th maharashtra recorded 991 confirmed cases of measles and tragically 19 deaths as per a news report states such as gujarat jharkhand bihar and haryana too have recorded an uptick in cases measles is a highly infectious viral respiratory illness transmission is similar to covid 19s airborne and through respiratory droplets and close personal contact in mild cases the infected individual gets a rash and fever but the disease can be fatal two doses of the measles vaccine which is included in the country's universal immunization program provide a very high level of protection making it one of the vaccine preventable diseases but since measles is extremely infectious and spreads rapidly a large section of the population needs to be immunized in order to keep outbreaks at bay Vaccine coverage however was hit by the pandemic in India in 2020 and 2021 when routine healthcare services were disrupted. Last month, the World Health Organization declared measles to be an imminent threat to every region of the world. The WHO said that globally a record number of nearly 40 million children had missed at least one dose of the measles vaccine in 2021. Another aspect that has raised concerns in the current outbreaks is the infection being seen in babies younger than 9 months. The first dose of the vaccine is given to infants between 9 and 12 months, leading experts to wonder whether the first dose should be given earlier. The center stepped into action last month, directing states and union territories to consider administering an additional dose to all children of 9 months to 5 years in vulnerable areas to identify cases and conduct outbreak response immunization as per news reports. So what happened to our immunization coverage during the pandemic? How much do we have to do to catch up with our vaccinations? Is vaccine hesitancy an issue and how can it be tackled? How well is India set to eliminate measles by 2023 as per our goal? To speak to us about these subjects, we have with us today Dr. Rajiv Dasgupta, Professor, Center of Social Medicine and Community Health at the Jawaharlal Nehru University and Managing Editor, Indian Journal of Public Health. Welcome to the Hindus In Focus podcast, Dr. Rajiv Dasgupta. Hello and thank you for the invitation. Doctor for the last month India has been seeing an outbreak of measles across several states notably in Maharashtra and Kerala as of December 9th Maharashtra has had 951 confirmed cases and the death toll of children has reached 17 measles as we know is a vaccine preventable disease could you explain to us why our country is seeing the surge in diseases uh, yes this is something that's been of uh, an issue of global concern as well in the aftermath of the covid-19 pandemic and uh, in some senses uh, india is no exception what essentially happened through covid again through the throughout the world is that like all other routine health services uh, immunization services also took a hit what's being referred to as the immunization backslide and therefore there are now pockets of unimmunized or underimmunized children who are vulnerable to outbreaks 
of the respective vaccine-preventable diseases and measles being a highly infectious disease carrying a fairly high mortality among the unimmunized, that's what is manifesting itself. Do we have any studies or evidence in India to show how much vaccination coverage dropped during the pandemic, doctor? Actually, something that must be highlighted about the Indian situation is that very early on in the pandemic, in April 2020, the government of India, which uh, steers the national immunization program or the universal immunization program, uh, actually declared it, uh, declared immunization an essential health service. And a whole range of efforts were made by the central state as well as the local governments and health authorities to keep up the immunization services as much as possible. And in all fairness, compared to the global situation, India actually managed to halt the backslide in 2021 through what, if you remember, was a very, very difficult uh, Delta wave of the COVID pandemic. So to that extent, uh, India actually did relatively well compared to many other countries. Uh, this, All of this is in the backdrop of the WHO UNICEF estimates of national immunization coverage, which was released in mid-July and which it termed as the largest sustained decline in childhood vaccinations in approximately 30 years, where an estimated 25 million children missed out on one or more doses. This is global, of course. But to that extent, uh, India has actually managed to hold on to some of the gains that it made. So we have made some gains last year, but there are still uh, large sections where children have gone unvaccinated. Part of the measles phenomenon, particularly in low-income urban and peri-urban settlements, is that as incoming migrant communities arrive and if there are pockets of unimmunized or underimmunized children, those pockets are vulnerable to outbreaks. That's fairly well known for measles outbreaks. In general, the measles immunization actually affords quite a high level of immunity. And therefore, in the overall measles rubella elimination goal of 2023, both for India as well as for the Southeast Asian region, we have actually achieved quite a high level of measles vaccine coverage. The cases and deaths have substantially reduced. And therefore, while some of these pockets may remain vulnerable, or perhaps a bit more so as possibly incoming populations to large cities may have increased. And if you recollect, most of these are reported from large urban centers in, in some of the highly urbanized states. That's, that's what is manifesting itself as a phenomenon. Doctor, you talked about unvaccinated and undervaccinated children. Could you explain to us uh, how the measles vaccine works? It's given in two doses, correct? Yes. So measles vaccine is uh, given in two doses. And the measles, on, on one hand, the measles as a 
infectious disease spreads very rapidly, uh, carries with it carries with it uh, a, a fairly high level of mortality, or it causes a, a whole deal of morbidity, particularly when uh, coupled with secondary bacterial infections. So the measles or the measles rubella first dose uh, is at 9 to 12 completed months, and the second dose is at 16 to 24 months. So that's the two-dose schedule currently. However, as we know, some of the reports, and it's not just with the outbreak, but it has been known for some time that increasingly younger infants, six months, in the six to nine months age band, have been reported with measles. So if the six-month-old babies are being reported with measles and Maharashtra has seen a couple of cases where babies of less than nine months have died due to the disease, uh, does that mean experts are now saying that the nine-month dose should possibly be given earlier? What happens with measles is that as immunization levels or immunization coverage increases, uh, there is what is known as an age shift. Now, earlier this age shift was manifest largely among older adolescents, uh, but that, that's a phenomenon that we saw a couple of decades back. Uh, but possibly now as immunization coverage, uh, measles immunization coverage has increased a lot more, possibly it's manifesting itself in a downward age group shift also. And therefore, this is something the immunization advisory groups would be seriously considering whether such a change needs to be necessitated. But as of now, the schedule is for 9 to 12 months and 16 to 24 months. Right. You were talking to us, doctor, about how when we know that during the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of us spoke about this concept of herd immunity, how when a large cohort of the population is immunized, the rest of the population is protected from outbreaks. Uh, measles, as you told us, is extremely infectious. And uh, it is believed that about 95% of the population has to be immunized to keep outbreaks at bay. Is that correct? And if so, how far have we come in India? Was there a point where we were close to achieving this? India has done extremely well on the immunization coverage, uh, sorry, on the measles immunization coverage particularly, uh, and, and that's that's fairly clearly reflected in the NFHS5 data, both from both from the national level as as well as from uh, from the states across two rounds. In fact, almost all along the, the history of uh, measles immunization. Its coverage has always remained relatively higher uh, because early it was a single-dose vaccine. It has always remained relatively higher than many of the other vaccines in the primary schedule. So roughly put, in the 12 to 23 months uh, age group, at the national level, uh, this has been nearly 90% for the first dose. It's actually the second dose which is which really has to catch up a lot more. So if you see the national immunization, sorry, the, the NFHS-5 for the second dose, which is measured in the survey in the 24 to 35 months age group, that average is at best about one third of children. So to put it in simple terms, the first dose cover coverage is about 90 and the second dose coverage is about 32, 33. 
first dose of course provides abundant immunity but still a second dose is recommended in the schedule and is followed in the schedule but what finally matters as far as the deaths that be, that's being reported and investigated and discussed is really even small pools of unimmunized or underimmunized children who are rendered vulnerable to measles outbreaks so while in the aggregate things may look comfortable uh, if there are unimmunized pockets those are really the weak links in the chain how quickly does it spread amongst these pockets doctor is it more infectious than covid-19 for instance measles spreads extremely rapidly and also because uh, children are closely clo- uh, stay uh, closely in uh, low income households or and often they play together so what's known as the secondary attack rate is to the extent of 90% in measles and measles is transmissible from 4 days before the onset of rash and before the onset of rash one doesn't even suspect measles up to 4 days after the onset of rash so, so this in this one week period the child has the potential to spread it to other other children in his or her uh, contacts among his or her contacts and particularly if all or most of them are under immunized then that gives rise to explosive outbreaks so the outbreaks that we've been seeing in maharashtra and kerala primarily are they of children who have not been vaccinated or who have only received one dose that would likely be the case but all of these are investigated at the district and the state levels and they would come out with 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 a more comprehensive assessment of this how much protection does the two doses together give you doctor the two doses give very high protection nearly 100% for all practical purposes and that's why india and the southeast asia region in general uh, have actually made remarkable progress on reduction of the number of cases deaths as well as outbreaks i'm largely talking of the pre covid phase including through the covid not just the pre covid uh, but through the last 5 6 years or so india has made very rapid gains in the measles uh, rubella elimination campaign the unlike polio which is a global target the measles rubella elimination target is by regions by the who region so many several countries in the region have already eliminated measles and uh, india indonesia are some of the countries in the southeast asia region who are on the road to elimination but these are also countries with very very large child populations uh, offering immense challenges in terms of heterogeneity geography etc and therefore uh, therefore the regional target which was early 2020 was subsequently revised to 2023 we have now entered 2023 uh, or about to enter 2023 and we will have to see how it progresses through the year doctor pan- the pandemic backslide was one of the reasons you mentioned for these outbreaks taking place uh vaccine hesitancy has been another phenomenon that health level workers have been encountering how are we doing on that front in india and how how do we tackle it because we saw this during the covid-19 vaccination program as well it's a little inappropriate to compare 
COVID-19 hesitancy with measles immunization hesitancy. Uh, one, because COVID-19 vaccine is a new vaccine and there's no one vaccine, but multiple vaccines, as we know, offering a uh, choice uh, to some extent. But measles is a, has been there in the schedule and in the program for a much longer time. And therefore, a direct comparison is not possible. Uh, as far as vaccine hesitancy among child populations are concerned, while we have encountered vaccine hesitancy both in the polio program and in the measles uh, rubella elimination program, particularly in the campaign mode in older children, what we have been able to achieve is really building up on the learnings of the polio campaign uh, compared to what we faced and what we needed to cope with in the polio eradication campaign, we have done a lot better and a lot faster, more importantly, in the measles rubella elimination campaign. And therefore, vaccine hesitancy has, uh, in general, been on the downhill curve and, and not really increasing. Now, whether post-COVID there are new emerging pockets of vaccine uh, hesitancy, that's for the state and local health authorities to investigate. But even if so, the communication strategies and content that's been refined through the measles rubella elimination experience in the last several years, largely through partnerships of uh, government or state agencies and civil society, uh, that certainly is going to be useful and of help, even if, even if new pockets of hesitancy are emerging. Doctor, you said uh, the MR campaign. What has uh, changed in our vaccination schedule, Doctor? Have we have we moved on to another vaccine that has been added from the uh, from the original first bo- first dose and the second dose booster? No, a specific component of the MR campaign or the MR elimination strategy is immunization of older age groups, uh, where immunization would have waned. Now, this is not, this is a one-time campaign of children who are today older in schools and therefore these, what's known as the wide age measles rubella campaign have been undertaken across different states in a phased manner, largely in collaboration or coordination with schools because most children are in schools. And therefore, at that point, there were some hesitancy issues to the extent that uh, parents felt that my child is already immunized. Why does he or she need another dose? And and that's where that's where some hesitancy or questions were faced. But that, as I said, the program was able to identify early, respond to early, and wide age campaigns in all states have been pretty successfully conducted. And that is borne by the evidence of very rapidly diminishing reported cases and outbreaks in the last few years. So what we see uh, what we see today as some of these outbreaks which are gaining importance in the news and rightly so to the extent that attention is brought to this phenomenon is really a post-COVID uh, fallout if I may rather than a marker of any sustained vaccine hesitancy or sustained 
under coverage. It's actually the other way around. How much more do we need to do in terms of mop-up vaccination, doctor? And why are there more challenges uh, when it comes to measles? You spoke to us about the polio experience, and we have done extremely well in terms of that because we successfully eradicated polio. Uh, is measles a more challenging disease? Me, I mean, it's a it's a sort of a mixed message. Measles is a more challenging disease to the extent that it spreads very rapidly. It does. I mean, polio certainly doesn't spread as rapidly, not at all. Uh, measles carries with it the risk of mortality, particularly in small children. And therefore, as a disease, measles has a different connotation. However, as a vaccine, uh, the measles rubella vaccine, or what we in, in technical jargon we call the measles rubella containing vaccine, is a far more effective vaccine. Two doses provide extremely robust immunity. Uh, and the traditionally, by traditional, I mean the couple of decades, the coverage of measles vaccine has consistently grown across states. And therefore, making up for some of this loss is actually not going to be difficult at all. Now, whether and to what extent the region as a whole will be able to meet the 2023 target for elimination that we will have to see, and that's something we cannot really make any points about at this stage. But making up for some of these losses is not going to be difficult. How how have other countries uh, tackled the measles challenge post-pandemic, doctor? Because India is not the only country that has seen outbreaks, correct? Yes. Uh, and, and in fact, this has been a global worry. And uh, if we if we see the reports, the the position statements from the concerned international agencies, uh, this is this is quite uh, quite a well recognized uh, challenge at this point. Uh, essentially, what will happen is, and what's already happening is, that uh, what is known as periodic intensification of routine immunization, which in India is called. Mission Indra Dhanush and intensified Mission Indra Dhanush. These are periodic rounds where uncovered populations are mapped and therefore tailored strategies are taken at the district level and the sub-district level through very careful micro-level planning. And by pursuing those micro-plans, these gaps are addressed. And, and that's what India has been doing through the Mission Indra Dhanush and the intensified Mission Indra Dhanush rounds. And while immunization program as a program in India has extremely strong fundamentals, both in terms of demand and supply, uh, it's been boosted by the IMI rounds to, to achieve a more complete coverage and India is well on its path towards what's termed full immunization coverage. Doctor, you talked to us a little bit about how uh, low-income neighborhoods, especially, are being seeing these are seeing these outbreaks, uh, possibly because of uh, a lot of children living together in a small place, playing together, etc. What are the other vulnerable factors? Maharashtra has said that its task force is also going to look at malnourished and undernourished children. Is that also a vulnerability factor? Yes, once uh, measles occurs, then undernourished children do have greater vulnerability. Uh, and measles coupled with infections uh, such as acute diarrheal infections or other respiratory infections is certainly a more 
a greater cause for concern. And therefore, what's what's very crucial, and particularly for for large urban centers, say in Maharashtra, or or we have seen outbreaks earlier in in Delhi also. In fact, any large city with very high levels of migrant inflows often witnesses these outbreaks, and local health authorities are are well trained and well equipped to manage these. So it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. That in the post-COVID phase, uh, we saw migrants, migrant communities first returning, and it's quite possible that many of them are coming back. So, as routine health services have come back to normal, uh, these would possibly be rather isolated blips than a very sustained phenomenon. Lastly, doctor, before we sign off, could you give us a quick overview of the surveillance situation? How, how as a country, do we uh, keep an eye out for these outbreaks and does anything more need to be done in terms of surveillance? That's, that's a very crucial question. Now, the vaccine preventable diseases surveillance or VPD surveillance is something that's being strengthened uh, over time. Uh, traditionally, the emphasis was on vaccinating very large numbers and Initially, and, and this is world over, again, India is no exception. Initially, the VPD surveillance didn't receive as much attention. But but these are some of the lessons learned through many of these campaigns. And therefore, VPD surveillance is a lot stronger now than before. The digital instruments, the, the health management information system, the, the, the kind of uh, digitization of immunization records, immunization logistics that have happened have all contributed a lot to strengthening surveillance as well as in strengthening supply sides. And therefore, you would hardly ever have stockouts and so on. That's a lot, lot more well managed today. In fact, for several years now. Uh, another, another huge uh, component that's being strengthened is the cold chain. Uh, repair and maintenance of freezers, of cold chain equipment, again, has been remarkably transformed. So that's what has, all of these have contributed to strengthening the fundamentals of the immunization program. And the VPT surveillance is one, one such element in that complexity. So personally, I remain confident of the fundamentals remaining strong, the immunization backslide all over the world has taken some tolls, but again, I'm reasonably confident that India has done much better than many other countries in being able to stem this, the, the, the fallouts of this backslide. And I'm sure we would recover quite, quite well and fairly quickly from some of these setbacks. But a lot would depend on how well we are able to tailor local strategies and that's where particularly the municipal bodies and the state government agencies, they have an immense role to play uh, through very intimate knowledge of the local contexts. Thank you so much for speaking to us today, Doctor. Thank you very much. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.